Welcome to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, where your hosts will discuss their daily life experiences, all while being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, let's meet your hosts, Moose, Mike, and Ben. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, episode number six. And thanks for coming back and listening to three guys talk about their life, uh, being a member of the church, and, you know, what we do every day or all week long and how that kind of affects everything else. So thanks for coming back and listening. We don't, do, do we actually do anything? We do what? What do you mean? Do we actually do anything all, during the every week? Day? I, I'm not sure. All week long? <laughs> I do. Wow. I do. I don't know about Ben. I, I, yeah, I was, I was about to say, yeah, I think I do too. Do you? Uh, <laughs> mm, yeah, we, well. we may want to. Let's, uh, yeah. let's let's park that. We'll come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Well, you may be right. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding with you, Ben. I'm sure you do something. Um, <laughs> Maybe one thing. Yeah. One of the but things. He's really good at it. I tell you what. One thing that I've got going on on this side of the house is, um, you, as you may or may not know, I have uh, children. I have a child who wants to go to EFY. You know, you know what EFY is? Yes. What is it? Yes. Especially for youth. That's correct. Very good. I'd give you a little... So, uh, so, so that's, that's, that's pretty awesome. I didn't know what the acronym stand for, but I knew it was for youth. <laughs> I didn't know. I, do, I was about to say, come on now, stop playing. <laughs> Especially for youth. Yeah. So it's kind of like a... I mean, how would you describe it, Mike? It's, it's kind of like a... Um, uh, it, it could be multiple day. Sometimes it's only a single day. Yeah. For us, when we were kids, it was like... Uh, it wasn't a full day. It was like, you know, three, four hours. And then that's all you right. got, um, at well, least in this part of the country. Um, well, and, say, and, and it's really big out west, right? Correct. And so that's where it's biggest. And you tr- you, people, you know, it costs money, of course. And, the, you know, you, you, your kids go and they, they spend some time there. And uh, it's like uh, a beefed up youth conference. And maybe maybe that's not even saying it right because what's youth conference? So yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, – it's where it's youth, where the youth get together as a as a group, and they come from uh, you know different you know whole cities, or they come from other cities, obviously mm-hmm. depending on how big the the EFY is, and uh, they come and listen to talks. Um, sometimes they have activities, um, you know. Sometimes they stay the night, and and so they have multiple activities, and they have you know leaders that go with them. Uh, some of them. Um, uh, I would say young leaders, some old leaders, you know, so there's a mix there. And um, they, they learn about the gospel in different ways. They learn fellowshipping. They learn mm-hmm. service. And it's a really great experience. And in, in my day, I guess I could say in our day. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. You, your day's right, not ours, your day. Well, I, I say that because you hadn't been a member of the church when you were in it's your correct. youth. So yes. I, I happen to have been in my later teenage years, and I was able to attend a couple of EFYs. And again, they were like, you know, three or four hours long. They weren't, they were not multiple days. They weren't even a full day. And, so it's, right. it's grown from when you were attending to now. Well, not necessarily. It just depends on where you were, as Moose was saying from the beginning. It depends on where you live, um, how, the popularity of, of right. EFY, and how many members are close enough to attend. That kind of thing will determine. Because uh, the bigger it is, the more speakers they have, the more activities they have, the more things they do. And, and Moose, just by the way, 
uh, when uh, Ben was uh, his was the EFG, which was especially for gangsters. That's what he went to. Oh, that's was, uh, that's what it was. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a possibility. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a completely different message in that one. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, the uh, no, but what was great is that I was able to attend to, and I, it wasn't the I. Don't, I don't remember it costing when I was when we went. Uh, when well, I that was, was that was the question that I was going to ask you next. So you said three get, four hours. It can get ex- you. it can get expensive um, depending on which one you go to. I mean, they're they're in upwards of you know five six hundred dollars to go mm-hmm. uh, for you know a couple of days, mm-hmm. and um, and that's that's that okay. Sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I, I understand it. You know, uh, but uh, w- with that being said, she wants to go, and I said, okay, well, you you have to save your own money to go. And what? What? Right. Um, <laughs> and, well, she has it now, but then it starts to, you know, then you start to think, well, it's taken me so long to make this, and now I have this. Mm-hmm. I still want to go. And it's a really good experience. She's been to uh, a couple before. Um, mm-hmm. I say a couple. She's definitely been to one before out of out of the city. So it was uh, completely in another town, three, four hours away. And she had a, she had a great time, met some great friends, and... Uh, uh, she really learned a lot. You know, they come back crying because they learn yeah, so yeah. much. It's it's really wow. a great experience. Yeah, and and I was just kind of thinking about that, and I'm thinking, well, she wants to raise some money, uh, some additional money because she works right now, but she wants to raise some additional money, and I was trying to give her ways of doing that, and you know, maybe hitting up grandparents or whatever to try to get some more money to go. So is right. is that raise money or is that just ask for money? <laughs> um, well, you, you can go and do stuff for the grandparents, you know. And say, listen, you okay. can do this and that, and maybe they'll pay you. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe they won't. They just say thank hey, you she, and have she a good day. Hey, she wants to do some yard work. I can give her some, you know, some oh. raise some money for. Oh, really? Oh, so, oh, no, no. Wait, I got a question about that. Ah, <laughs> uh, you did okay. Here is a uh, two and a half dollars. <laughs> um, hey, let's walk this together. Uh, yes, yep. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know that one. <laughs> so, I it just got me thinking about my time and my experience at EFY. And uh, it, it was such a great time. I really enjoyed it. Let me, let me tell you about this one particular experience that I had. And it was a, um, you know, you sat there, it was in the gym, and this is an older, older church, so the gym was huge. <laughs> it was big, 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 uh, wood floors. Well, they carpeted mm. later. But, um, you know, big uh, stage, a lot of kids in there. It's like tri-stake, you know, EFY. So here we are. I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm getting all of it in. I'm taking it all in. And at the time, I, I'm much like myself today in the sense that nothing scared me. I wasn't afraid of talking to anyone. I wasn't afraid of uh, standing up in front of a crowd. Uh, I wasn't afraid. You of, don't say. Yeah. You don't say. That's what I mean. I'm much like I am today. I would, I would, I would have never guessed it. But, I, but I, what I did do was the speakers that they had, I didn't even realize how, how big they were. Uh, I, I didn't wrap my head around it. So let me tell you the three speakers I had at my first EFY. And they were, uh, you may have heard these names, you may not have. Brad Wilcox, John By the Way, mm-hmm. and Kenneth Cope. Now, mm-hmm. so with all of these things, I'm like, okay, so I enjoyed it. It was really good. I learned, you know, I got to feel the spirit there and listen to their stories. And, uh, and, and you see other youth, I mean, literally, youth sitting beside you and they're getting all emotional. I'm like, Wow, really feeling the spirit. 
And um, I, I'm not going to tell you if I got emotional or not. What I'm going to tell you is, is that I we felt I felt so. Well, I, I was going to ask. <clears throat> that's okay. I I felt so you know touched by their messages though that I had um, I had business cards made up when I was a youth, and I had my name on it. Uh, yeah, and I had my uh, my address. You know, back then you didn't have a cell phone number and his beeper number. He had on it. I may I hey, may so- have had my beeper number. <laughs> hey. I, I'm just wondering why you have business cards, but go ahead. Well, because I, I wasn't afraid of talking to people. And so when I spoke to people, I wanted them to know they'd get a hold of me. And, and so here's you can be a speaker. So here's what I did. I, at, at that, at, no, I'm just anybody. I mean, I could meet you in the mall and I'm like, hey, yeah, here, page me. Okay. Like, that's, that's just what you did. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It so, is true. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, I have this there, you know. I even have my nickname on my business card. I see business card. It's just a card, you know, but it's a business yeah. card. Um, and um, so I give, I, I go talk to them. And I just tell them, hey, I appreciate what you shared. Thanks so much. Um, you know, I, I tell them I'd like to keep in touch with you. You know, um, here's, here's who I am, you know. And I give them my card. All three of these guys wrote me back. They wrote me a letter. Wow. All three of them. And now, again, at the time, I thought it was pretty cool. And I exchanged, I wrote them back in turn. Hmm. And then, uh, and then at least Basically one. wrote letter? Like through yeah, the mail? Yes, yes, through the mail. Yes, yeah. thank you. Okay. And, then, okay. and then I got letters back again from at least one of them. And that one was uh, Brad Wilcox. Now, having said all this, the next time EFY came in to, to around uh, the, the area, I was probably um, uh, 19, maybe. Mm. So, so I was out of the youth program. Yes, and, and so now, you couldn't do it, right? Okay. Well, no, I, I still showed up. I still went there because um, Brad Wilcox was going to be there. And I'm like, I want to see Brad. So, um, and by the way, I had their home address. Like, this is crazy. You know, you think about, <laughs> I had their home address of writing them a letter, and they wrote back. So here we are. It's a few years later. It's Brad Wilcox. He's come, you know, he's, he's there. I know he's going to be there. So I show up. Now, I look a little different at this point. You know, I had, um, I, I'm, a little <laughs> bit more, I'm a little bit more grown. Um, you know, come I, on, let's get some descriptions. The, come on. The, the reason for the nickname, that'll be a different conversation at another time. But, yes, he did look a little different then. So, yeah, so I'm like, okay. So here I am. I'm, I'm there. I see them. Uh, or see him. And he sees me right away, and he's like, Moose. And he comes over and he gives me a hug and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm in shock. I couldn't believe this guy (laughs) remembered me. He remembered who I was. And uh, he talks to me. He says, listen, and this is before the show. Before, I say the show. Before, before the, him (laughs) speaking, right? And he's like, don't go anywhere. He's like, stay, stay, stick around. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm watching. I'm here. I'm here for you. And so he goes on and he, and he, and he gives his, um, his talk and, and that, and um, really entertaining. He gets, you know, he's really interactive. So these, these talks, Ben, are really interactive with the, with the youth. They're not just, I'm up there giving a lecture and then that's it. Like, they, yeah. they get them laughing and, and talking and they'll sing and they'll, you know, try to get them, you know, going, you know. And it, and it does. They do a fantastic job at it. And so during, of course, when he's speaking, he mentions me in his talk. 
uh, as he's talking, and he's like, yeah, it's good mm. to see old friends. And he, he looks at me and points at me. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is pretty cool. So after, <laughs> after it's done... He's he's around and uh, you know he has a book. This guy is an author. This guy has mm. done so much. And I'm like, I had I didn't know how big he was. Still then, I wasn't sure. And um, and so here I am after the uh, after the EFY is over. Everybody's going up there and there you see them being emotional again. And it's I'm like, yeah, I remember all of this. This is great. And uh, they go and talk to him. He comes down. And he's like, hey. He says, you want to help me? He says, I need some help. You want to help me? And I was like, yeah, whatever you need. He goes, stick around. He says, help me out. So he goes over and he's he's like, "How's my breath?" <sighs> I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's fine. You're good." <laughs> so uh, anyway, he goes over and he and he's and he's he has some books there. He's giving away some books, so he's he signs them, and he's giving some books out that he had. Uh, this one particular one, he he did a portion of the book, and uh, so after he's done and sees everybody, I'm just back there helping him out, giving him a book to sign or whatever, and he's giving away, and then. Um, so at the end of it, when it's time to wrap up, he's like, he's, so he talks, we talk for a minute. He's like, man, it's so good to see you. You know, what have you been up to? And, you know, how's life? And, you know, uh, you know how, how are you spiritually? You know, where are you at? And uh, we had some good conversation. And then he had one book left. And um, before, I knew that he had one book left. And I knew that it was coming to me because when somebody else asked, he's like, hey, this is my last book, guys. I'm sorry. I'm saving this for, for someone special. Uh, he says, I got to have this one. He says, but, uh, you know, he, he sees everybody. So in this book, uh, before we, I say goodbye to him, you know, he, he, hands write, he handwrites me a, uh, a note, a personalized letter in the, in the book, signs it, gives it to me, and, and uh, he's like, hey, you know, I love you, brother, and uh, it's good seeing you. And, uh, and I was like, yeah. I said, we'll see each other again. I'm, I'm positive of that. He's like, he says, absolutely. So <clears throat> now. Now we get, you know, we go fast forward, you know, and as I grow in the church and I learn all kinds of stuff, I mean, I see his name all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> he's all yeah, over the place. Um, and he's a, you know, professor at the Y and he's, you know, he's got, uh, you know, John, by the way, is huge. And I'm like, mm-hmm. my goodness, yeah. this guy, they, they're huge. Uh, you know, Kenneth Cope has all kinds of CDs and this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Um, I felt very fortunate to be able to attend those, those two EFYs, one as a youth. And one as an adult, and uh, and I it really touched me, and I got a lot of it uh, out of it. So uh, just really cool. Just really cool. I didn't know if you guys had any, uh, uh, you know, if, if that would, if you could help my listen, daughter I go to EFY. That, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> that's that. So uh, the question I have, and you know, you, a great experience, by the way, um, makes makes it tough for me to come up with something. I don't. I don't have those. That experience of that nature, but I wanted to I, when you were talking and you talked about the beginning part, you know that the costs and everything like that, right. and you and your daughter saving up the money and all that stuff. So what if when you told her, and I'm just out of curiosity, what your thought process is on this? If you told your daughter, well, you know, you need to, you know, you know, come up with your money, save it, stuff like that, and she decided at that point, well, you know what, that's just too much money for me to put up. I'm I'm not going to go. What what would be your response to that? Uh, well, she has to be, you know, she's got to be responsible. She's got to be, she's got to make her own decisions based on money. And, and, you know, you don't, uh, you know, sell your car to go to EFY. I wouldn't say that, but I would say you've got to, you got to think. And, and if you want to earn more money, then figure out a way of going. It is an important piece and it's not really local right now. It's, it's somewhere else. Um, like she was looking at one in uh, Texas and there was one in, uh, uh, like the Carolinas or something like that. Like it was a little further away. But you know that means you got to take a you got to have money for the plane, 
you know, you got to have mm-hmm. money to um, uh, whatever incidentals you might need while you're there. Get around. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you know, and I, I, I think um, what, what, what uh, Ben's asking, and I guess my answer is probably the same as you, Moose, is that, yeah, you, you want to encourage those things, but you, you're not going to say, if they said, I'm not going to do it because it costs too much money, at some point – the kids do have to make their own decisions. But what I mean by that is, is that how important is it to you to go? You can encourage all, all you want as a parent, but they still ultimately have to really want to do this. And, and no one moves as, as I know him. Um, you know, I don't want to, hopefully this doesn't get out before she makes a decision to spend oh. the money. <laughs> He's going to find a way to help her get there. Um, one way or another. And even Even if it means paying for it. Yes, and because I know Moose, and that's why I say hopefully she makes a decision and spends the money before this comes out, because then she'll just go, "Hey, you know what, Dad? I, I know that you'll you'll give me some money anyway." Um, but uh, because of his experience, and and that's key about the the biggest point about his experience or that I get from it is that you want others to have that same experience. So he wants yeah. his his. I mean, Moose, correct me if I'm wrong. You want your children to have similar experiences, not the same, but similar experiences to where it it. it it beefs up or encourages or, or whatever it is about their testimony and how they feel about life in general. Yeah. I mean, just those little things, because I know you have other experiences and, and uh, Ben, you have experiences, maybe not even in that um, same, along the same lines as a church experience, but there are experiences in your life you've had. I mean, I, I had experience where, uh, you know, I met, uh, I, I've, I've met some, some of the uh, apostles and just out of the blue because they're just walking around Um <laughs> Mm-hmm. And which is just, of course, kind of blows your mind at first. But yeah, you want your your kids to have those same experiences, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, as a as a parent myself, yeah, I, I definitely would. And you know, and I I wish I had um, a story like that in the in that aspect. And I, I've had stories, you know, where I've met and side by side, rubbing shoulders, and had conversation with um, famous jazz musicians or Latin musicians mm-hmm. upon me growing up and going to high school for music. Um, where, you know, you, you would, you know, if you knew them, you would be like, that's unbelievable. And, and for me at the time, uh, as a high school student, I'm like, oh, that's, that's just, uh, that's just Tito Puentes, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's Brantford yeah. Marsalis. No big deal. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right, yeah. Went to Marsalis. Yeah. I actually know what kind of sandwich he likes, you know, it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no big deal. And then, you know, because, you know, so, you know, we talk about Winston Marsalis there when he first started, he was, he was just starting. When I first met him, he was just started, mm-hmm. and so you know when you talk about that, and 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 I, and I don't, I, I I looked them up because you know I'm not familiar with them, and as I was reading, as you were telling, I'm like, wow, that's those are big guys, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. and so so I so it's the same, that's the same thought process to me, like I looked at it like, wow, you know, I I got to play side by side with Winston Marsalis, right, and this guy tours the world and has a CD, so the feeling where it, it may not be exactly the same is similar where you got, you got to experience this moment with, you know, with Brad that, I mean, once in a lifetime moment, you know, you know would you, would you go experience it with someone else? Who knows? But right. to, I guess the, what I got out of your story was, Hey, cherish the moment. You yeah. just don't know when that moment will, will come about and cherish the moment. And I'd also like the fact that you wrote letters. I didn't know that you wrote letters. So, <laughs> Yeah, man, that was a big thing. I, I, I actually I remember Moose uh, uh, and I communicating when I was on a mission. But nonetheless, I mean, because that's that's how you did it back then, and those are always exciting to get those. And just just as a point of a story, which is this is not the best story. My mom will probably kill me, but she never wrote me once the entire two years that I was <laughs> wow. on the mission. You know but what? I will say this: I don't blame her. 
Every <laughs> wow, thanks, man. Every time history there. <laughs> every time I, I got into a new area, within the first couple of days, I got a phone call from her. And and back then they they they, they weren't supposed to frown, reach out. Upon that. But somehow she got that number and she called. And I was like, she was always. You know I was even here. She was always resourceful. <laughs> she yeah she was for sure well and and, just, and have experience and Ben you may not see it as, as the same thing but this is how I see it and the experience was when us three we were out in Salt Lake City and we were a, attending a con a convention and we happened to be walking through Temple Square we had some time cool. and we we got to meet up with a friend of ours uh, that had moved from Florida out that way I remember him. we got to talking to him a little bit and then next thing you know we're we're taking a, a tour of the conference center and. Those happen all the time. I get that. But they don't happen for everybody all the time. And I do remember just the fact that it was us three being able to walk through this the conference center and, and experience what other people may experience or just have that feeling of, wow, this is – this is where yeah, prophets listen, speak. I, I, I remember all of that, and you know, the trip to the rooftop, mm-hmm. when, when, you know, and and you know, the tour of, of of the conference. I mean, all of it, all of it. So you're right. And to, it's one thing to experience it solo and on your own, or you know, but to experience with, you know, you guys are close friends, best friends of mine, you know, um, practically family moose. I think, am I family moose? I'm going to put you on air. Am I family moose? <laughs> uh, let me, let me, let me, let me check with the judges. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, not sure. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding with you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but I know, but you know, family, you guys are family to me. You know, whether I look at you as moose, like great grandfather and, and, and Mike as my uncle, you know, I, uh, <laughs> Nevertheless, Touché. to experience that time with you guys was a time that no one else will get to experience but you guys. And I, that's something that's close to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we always have these moments. Uh, I, I will share real quick just from a personal experience. I'll make it quick because uh, it is a quick experience. So Did we just I, I was, a long experience? What's that? Did we just go through a long experience? No, but Moose's was long. He was able I'm to because his was I drawn out. It was very I, nice. I took too much time probably, but uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I disagree hundred percent. You cut into our commercial time. I yes, just want you to know. <laughs> apologize. <laughs> but, but mine was quick because it was quick. I was I was again walking down through Temple Square over by uh, Lion House. I think it's called. It's where it's just a place there, a building there where they uh, they you can have lunch and stuff like that. But as I'm walking through, I see this ta- this guy. I mean, he, he felt like he was seven foot. It really did. He's probably six, six. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm walking and I look up, and I'm like, this guy's tall. I'm like, wait a minute. I know who that is. I do a double take. I'm like, that's L. Tom Perry. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't believe who it was just out walking about, yeah. you know? And I was, I was, he's just like, how you doing? I'm like, how you doing? <laughs> we just, uh, <laughs> as we walked by each other, but it's one of those things. It, it's for people who live there, maybe commonplace, but for me, it's not. And it was just, great to see that they're just like us they're they're everyday people and he's out walking about and i didn't realize how tall he was by by any means i didn't think he was that tall right that's funny you know what's what's funny too is that the prophet is actually going to be in orlando here coming up and they were doing these tickets and um i guess i gotta i gotta get a hold of somebody to make sure i get tickets to go (laughs) watch them talk can can you still get tickets i think that was limited Nah, this should be enough. Cause I, cause I saw, cause I saw, I saw that same message, and I was like, mm. I don't think it should be limited. I mean, I think we'll get in there. I mean, there, there's, it's going to be like the Amway Center, which is a huge, you know, twenty thousand oh, yeah. seat center. So we, we should be fine. 
Okay. Well, I know when he was in, when he went to, uh, it was either Phoenix or Tucson. It was in Arizona he went. Yeah, that's and it right. Was like, that's right. It, he, he was like 20,000 people there yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Crazy, so. Yeah. The bishop called me tonight. I gotta. I better make sure I know what's going That's on. That's what he's calling you for. You yeah. may want to hang up now and go. <laughs> hey, 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 If you want to pause and go check and see if there's something about the tickets. I need to find out. <laughs> now, I, I plan on trying to go, but it, it's tough. You know, you got to get seven seats, too. That's the other thing. Uh, yes. Uh, party of seven, <laughs> you know. So, Ren, uh, party of seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's got to be, it's got to be, it's gotta be uh, it's, it might be tough, but we'll see. And you know what? It, the last time I went to something like that was uh, President Monson when he spoke in Jacksonville years and years ago. And I sat right there front row. And there, was, there were all these seats empty. I couldn't believe it. A friend of ours, J, JP and I, we went down front row. And uh, you got a chance to watch him talk right there. Watched him. So That's I, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld mm-hmm. 4? Seinfeld 4? <laughs> uh, I, know, I know Boost knows what that is. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, yes, listen, I know what listen, it is. Listen, I'll just smile. <laughs> <laughs> smile that's away, a, boy. That that's, that's, to, what a, that's what a smile sounds like on a podcast. I was going to say, uh, how, how does a one smile on a podcast? <laughs> that's what it sounds uh, like. What else, what, else, what else is going on, guys? Anything else? Well, you know, I just want to share a couple of things that I had over the weekend, experiences that I had. And I don't, I don't know how much time we have here. I'm not paying attention to it. I've completely lost track of it. Because <laughs> uh, I was really enthralled. I, I got to tell you, you know, just your story was great. Oh, well, so thank it was you. just awesome to, to awesome to listen to, and I could, I could just sit here and listen. I thought you were going to keep going, so I was good to go. I, I'll, um, I'll pay you later. Thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> 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 but I, I had an experience that happened to me on, sitting at church actually, and I got to thinking because we last week we talked um, about a few things, and and it just brought me back to what we were talking about because you know you were saying how we should be living Mushu had mentioned it maybe we should be living a certain way already right cuz we talked about knowledge versus you know faith right. and you were like well maybe we should be living that way already and there's probably some truth to that well not probably there <laughs> is truth to that a lot of truth to that that we should be living that way already right um but there was a there's a talk by uh um Becky Craven in uh the April conference uh, I think it was Saturday morning session it's called careful versus casual um, and I know I listened to conference. I do not remember this talk one bit <laughs> for whatever reason. I did not remember this talk until it was brought up in, um, in church this week. And she talks about how, how we, how we committed casual versus, um, you know, careful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked, talked about using words like however, but except. And that's, you know, when it applies to following the counselor or, or doing something that we're supposed to do. And, and we use that to justify or rationalize, you, uh, you know, the choices that we make. Um, but but as uh, it's, it's a good talk, so you guys should read it. Whoever's listening should read it if you haven't already or read it again, listen to it again, whatever it works. Because um, she also says there is not a right way to do the wrong thing, which I thought was kind of interesting. Huh. That's interesting, hmm. yeah. But that's it, interesting, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It led me to think about, um, and so another story was sh- uh, individual st- story was shared, and and this gentleman talked about how how you pickle a cucumber, mm-hmm. and so he said, you know, when you pickle a cucumber, you, you know, you don't put it in halfway, you don't put it until you know this the tip is showing out, you put it in all the way into the juice, right, into the, the vinegar, I guess is what you use, right, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm from the south, I should know. Moose, it's I believe you know. It's vinegar. Yes. Yeah. So Moose, you, Moose doesn't know. He doesn't like pickles. I know. <laughs> listen, I know how to pickle a pickle. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you have I, to. I, you got to show me. I don't believe you. <laughs> oh yes. So you immerse it in the vinegar. You seal it up, and there, you know, right. however long it takes. That's there you right. go. But you have to immerse the pickle in all the way. And I got to thinking, you know, that that's us. You have to immerse yourself in all the way. You can't just be halfway out, halfway in, and expect to come out with the results that you're looking for. And so it, it reminds me of the story of. Uh, the chicken the breakfast with the chicken versus the pig, the chicken yeah. and the pig. Yes, of course. I yeah. love that story. Right. This is great. I, I just make it simple. The, the, the chicken minute, is involved. Yes, yes. Ben, have you heard this story? Nope. That's, okay. I'm just, All right. Well, don't worry. He's going to tell you. He's going to tell you. <laughs> well, I'm just going to make it real simple for you. The chicken's involved. The pig is committed. That's right. <laughs> you want to be? Are you? You want to be involved, or you want to be yeah. committed? Think oh, okay. I can now see I your eyes. Okay. okay. Yes, All yes. right. The light bulb slowly turning on, but it's <laughs> it just it just I got the full wattage right now. Okay. That's good. All right, okay. good. I got it now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and that's it's just such a great great analogy in terms of how we live our lives, and you know, are, are we committed enough that we're willing to give everything to 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 live our life, you know, in the right way, as yeah. as, as you said last week, Moose. And so, I, I to me, this was a really good experience Sunday for me. It kind of reinvigorated some of my thoughts now. Whether I continue to do it, I don't know. <laughs> if, if I continue to have this this desire, I, I hope that that's the hardest thing for me. For me, the hardest thing about living the gospel is to continually desire to do the right thing. Yeah. What do, I, can you give me an example though of maybe something that, um, and it doesn't have to be big, but something that maybe isn't the right thing of someone you know or you personally like. Um, that they seem to, to take that and go, mm, but, or however, like, what is it that gets them to not be committed all the time? Because we're committed some of the time. Right. <clears throat> but I, 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 you know, I, I, can, I can jump in here. I think that all of us in one manner or, or another, but specifically, you know, people you may know, I think they may not be committed because of what other people might say. So fear, fear of what people, uh, yeah, yeah. condemnation. Acceptance, okay. acceptance, um, going with the flow, going with the, the trend, you know, uh, being different, mm-hmm. um, you know, because the the way you look at it is, okay, so I'll give you a perfect example. How many times in public, when you go and you eat lunch, let's say, in a public setting, do you actually sit down and pray for, before you eat? Um, before you have a meal? I, and it's it could well, be a wait, rhetorical question. I'm well, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, I always call it the uh, I used to, I used to call this the uh, the Mormon headache, and uh, that's because I would you know <laughs> you know kind of put my head down, <laughs> grab my uh, that's, that's that's funny. Gra- yeah, I like that. Yeah, I grab that my is... right my my nose right between my eyes there, like okay, and I say my little prayer, and then that's it. So we kind of right. and, and so my family that's kind of what we do. So we don't do it out loud. Although I have done it out loud when sitting with other people, but and I feel no, I don't feel any shame over. It. I don't. It doesn't okay. bother me at all. Okay. And and I, I, Mike, your your response, your answer. No, I I do it, but my thing is, I do it when I remember, and and that's the problem for me. And that's what again, that's that's what I was saying. And and I don't do it. I don't not do it because I'm afraid. It's because I just start eating. I'm like. <laughs> what, what did I just do? What did I forget? You know, those that that is me. My belly okay. starts to rumble, and I'm like, I'm hungry. <laughs> so, 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 and this is a simplistic uh, example, but think about the people who, you know, when they're by yourself, it's different when you're by yourself. No one's sitting at the table with you. You know, hey, okay, I got a moment. You know, mm-hmm. and you do a prayer. You do the the Mormon headache. Right. Um, 
but when you're sitting with a party that's no one there praise, no one there, you know, they, they're mm, not, yeah. they don't do it. Right. And, you know, five or six, and we're, you're in conversation beforehand, and everybody's all excited. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, did you see that game? This, this, and that, whatever the conversation may be. And all of a sudden, the fool gets placed down before you, and everybody digs right in. And you see everybody look, and then you're like, well, everybody's eating. I guess I should eat. Well, or do you stop and say, okay, and here's, so. Here's the, here's the problem with that for me, and that is usually the people that I surround myself with, um, are people that are going to, they, they are, they're members of the church. Um, there's Correct. very few non-members of the church that I'm sitting around eating anything with, any meal with. Okay. Um, the only thing that I could say is maybe at a work piece, and then work I guess function, that's, yes. when, right. that's when you go, well, is it appropriate to bring up at work, you know, do you say, hey, guys, uh, can we have a prayer on the food before? Like, <laughs> you know, you don't want to so, get in trouble so- at work. And so I got, and, and that's kind of where I'm going with this. So you, we go back to, you know, uh, why wouldn't we do something like that? You know, right. you know, well, we know, we know it's the right wing. We know it's the right thing. Yeah. We know it's the right thing, but you're at work. And so the first thing you're thinking is, well, is it appropriate at work or, or, or you know, so those are the, those are, that's, that's an obstacle. Well, I think what you what you have to look at is ways to do it. So it, just because you're blessing your food doesn't mean you need to bless everybody's food, right? Because you're not going to force what you believe on somebody else. And so some, sometimes, when I, especially at a work function, uh, work function particularly, yeah. I will do it beforehand knowing where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so um, that way when I get there, it's not I'm not trying to make a statement to people. Um, cause people, why wouldn't you want your food blessed? I, I, yeah, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. No, but what's what I, but <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people just, they, they may not believe that, but, uh, so I may do it beforehand, like on, on the, on the ride over there or something like that. Um, so it, that I, I look for opportunities when I can remember, <laughs> I look yeah. for opportunities to but, do it. But, if, but I guess scenario. why do we have to change that? Well, for, for me, it's a, it, it, in a work piece, it's about, you know, making sure I'm staying within the guidelines of what work is asking us to do. Mm-hmm. So for example, yeah. if I say, Hey, I'm going to, Hey guys, I'm going to, uh, you know, bless the food if you don't mind. Um, yeah. and then I do it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And then somebody says, well, I'm, I'm a Muslim or I'm a, a Buddhist or I'm a, like, I, I mean, whatever it is that they don't believe in Christ, you know, so they, they may take, you know, the, uh, you know, offense to that or, or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's the reason why, because I don't want to offend work or step in or getting hot water. Although I will tell you one of the interesting things from conference this last time is that, um, it was one of the apostles or, you know, the prophet himself that said, you know, to like share it at work. I thought that was really interesting that he was talking about sharing the gospel. And I, I was like, Hmm, at work now he may have caveated it with, you know, when it's appropriate or whatever, but I still, I'm like, that's just a, that's an interesting thing because, you know, listen, we're at work more than we're, we are at home almost Correct. Uh, with our eyes open at least. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay. So then take it a step further. You know, when you do missionary work, is there a appropriate place to do missionary work? Well, absolutely. And just touching back on the prayer real quick, uh, there's also, you want a level of reverence too. So if you're in a, not only do you want to uh, keep to the work uh, you know, policies and stuff like that, but there's a level of reverence that you want. So if you're out and you're having dinner and everybody's so loud, there's a you cannot have that reverent opportunity. So you know that's another reason why you may not do it at that moment. Um, but as far as missionary work is concerned, um, I I think at work, I think it all depends on the situation. I have done it. I have mm-hmm. no qualms about doing it. Um, right. If somebody asks me. 
or if we're just out talking, which they usually ask. Once they find out that you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they ask. Yeah. So, hey, you know, because I was just just uh, two weeks ago, I was somewhere, and somebody started asking me. He was like, you know, hey, you know, do, do you mind if I ask you a question? I'm like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they ask, and then we talk, and you know, it it may or may not go somewhere, but to me, that's that's missionary work. That's an opportunity. That's, um, it's funny you say that. Same thing. Same thing in my in my job, and you know, in my and in my my line of work. I see tons of people every day, all day, and you know you get you usually get two reactions when they they know that you're a member of the Church of Latter Day Saints. You know they give you the really, <laughs> you know I, I don't know if you guys experience it really. Oh, I get and then yeah, I mean I I, I could it happened all my life. It really, or you get the really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really so, it's really the same thing, though. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, but no, but one is more uh, for me the way I see it. When they say really, it's more of a like it feels more accepting and and there's curiosity involved. Mm-hmm. And then the other one where it's a question is like really, like almost like a negative connotation, like really. I, I, I uh, my facial expressions is what saying the word expression <laughs> <laughs> in the podcast. But you're right. What I was leading at, Mike, is that. Um, you get the inquisitive. They're inquisitive about it. They want to know, yeah. they, and whether whether it's something they've read or heard, or something that they really want to grasp and and expand upon. Yeah, ask you, more questions you, about. Yeah, yes. So th- it gives you the opportunity to do missionary. So I agree with you on that piece, and I think that you know when they invite you in, or you know, so to speak, invite you in, or or open that door to say, hey, okay, well, let me tell you about it. You know, I, I have a coworker right now who's been asking me a lot of questions about it because he recently found out that, that I'm a member and I, I actually have, I'm going to, I have an extra book of Mormon that I'm going to give to him because he's, he's been asking that many questions about it. And so I, I, I feel that, you know, listen, I don't, a lot of questions he may ask me, I don't know the answers to it, and it makes me look for the answers and, and, and try to find them myself um, or, or try to connect the dots. Or, or sometimes I even come to you guys with sometimes with questions just out of the blue and say, hey, by the way. Um, but I feel that uh, giving him the Book of Mormon will give him the opportunity at any point in time for him to say, I'm going to make the choice yeah. to look for it. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's a huge step because if you give someone the choice and they take that first step on their own, um, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Well, I mean, a perfect example is is you, right, Ben? I mean, when when you uh, when we first, uh, of course, Moose has known you for a lot longer than I have. But e- even the atmosphere of us three when we first got to know each other, we didn't. You knew who we were and what we and and that we were members, but we didn't just talk about it. And you know, little by little, things started happening. And that's you know through example or or whatever the case is. Listen, we didn't talk about it, but I always got a lot of emails from you guys about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> what is this email? Why does Check it have this a, out or else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why does it have a link? You know, so, <laughs> um, no, <clears throat> but you're absolutely right. And I think, but just by being around um, you guys naturally, organically, it became curiosity, and and then hearing you guys speak and your successes and your and 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 even some of the obstacles that you guys faced and how you tackled them. Uh, made me more inquisitive and made me more so then you know until until it was like you know i get the old hey you should come on down and uh come check like take come to the church come take a look at it you know and then then you know you're like okay now i and i remember distinctly i'm like okay now this is getting serious like, <laughs> hey, let's, let's <laughs> stop over to temple square real quick <laughs> you know? yeah and hey so, come look in this building <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, as I'm walking, I'm leaving breadcrumbs just in case. You know. What I'm <laughs> no, but I think I think for me, I'll never ever forget this experience. And I don't know if you guys ever experienced it yourself. Maybe Moose uh, more so than Mike. But the first time I actually went to to the church here at, at, at home, not at Salt Lake, um, and everybody knew me mm. before I got there. They and not just knew me because. Oh yeah, he's new. They knew my name. They came up. They made it their business to come to me and welcome me, whether it be a handshake, a hug. Uh, you know, obviously I had been meeting with missionaries up until this point, so you know they showed me off like I was a yeah a, tro- a trophy a trophy at a state fair yeah the but you trophy know, wife yeah yeah you know but but I remember distinctly the feeling I got of saying wow. What a welcoming, warm, genuine, not fake, because you can go to places and, you know, it's fake, but genuine welcoming feeling that says, man, I, I, I like it here. Yeah, and, and then, you know, so that all I did was just make it grow even more. It was like watering the plant and giving it some sunlight and making it grow and no, lean more to the sun. You know what? You, you, that, that's exactly what that does. And that's what exactly, you know, in some places, in some churches, and it doesn't matter which city or what state, um, when we don't do those things, we don't do that to our, our, our brother or sister. That's exactly what it feels. That's they don't get that same feeling. And, and that's yeah. what we're that's why we're supposed to treat each other anyway. So when you get that yeah. feeling at church, I mean, how how greater how much of a greater feeling is it to know that you're well, you know, you're you've got the sunlight coming down. You got the, the water, you're you're being watered and and fed like that's that's a great thing. That's a good, good I remember I, I remember leaning over to you at one point and say, Wow, I feel like a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> it's like everybody knows me. You know? <laughs> and then and then the other piece to that is that now I felt like I, I owe I owed my due diligence to learn everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because they knew who I was. And I'm and, like, so, so, and who's that? Who's that? <laughs> yeah. And, and you already had people uh, trying to uh, uh, put you out on dates with uh, <laughs> oh. with their with their family, which is great too. Anyway, that's another story, though. It's another podcast. Well, and, and this is this is actually a, per- a perfect example. I want to hear that story. A perfect example of what uh, Ben you were asking about rationalizing, and so so at what point are we rationalizing our behavior outside of the church? You know, and are we welcoming to the to our neighbors? Are we welcoming to just the people we meet? Or we say, you know what? Yeah, it's not. Eh, I'm busy today. Um, I got this. I got to do. You know, we drive by and somebody's on the side of the road, and we just go, oh man, I'd love to stop today, but I just can't. You know, cat, at what point do we do? Yeah, the cat's uh, stopping at, on the side of the road. That's a different conversation. The, the, cat, <laughs> the cat in the cradle, <laughs> silver spoon. You know that that whole song. You know, is essentially saying that I just don't have time right now. Later, later, yeah. I have time later. Yeah. And then you you run out of time. Uh, yeah, the, the is, most, there's a lot of fables in it. The in, most, in yeah, over here. yeah, the most <laughs> valuable, you know, asset that we have that we have zero control over. Oh man, is time. The, yes. Although it's it's a it's it's our asset, but we have zero control over it. What, what was it? What was it? One time you told me, Moose, is you can have all the time in the world, yeah. and spend every every living moment with someone, and when they're no longer here, say. I wish I had more time. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yeah, th- th- you're exactly right. Thanks for reminding me of that because that it's I, I do say that when uh, particularly when someone is um, you know experiencing a, a loss of life or or uh, you know they're missing someone really badly 
because it's absolutely true. You could spend every waking moment with your mother, your father, your wife, your husband, uh, you know, your your kids, no, you know, whoever, grandmother, it doesn't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. And and the minute they pass from this life, <clears throat> you will it'll never be enough. You will mm-hmm. say, I wish I had more time with them. And um, because even if it's every second you've ever lived, you wish you had more time. So uh, it's absolutely can, true. Can, can I can I connect one more thing for me? Yes, you have um, the closing the closing there. closing thoughts. Go ahead. So I today it's funny we talk about time and today a friend of mine just out of the blue said told me when was the last time you visit your mom? Mm. Mm-hmm. And just out of the blue, random. I'm like, mm, well, it's, it's been like ten years mm-hmm. since I've actually physically seen her in person. Right. And he goes, I think you should go see her. Mm. Oh, That's what go. he told me there out of go. the blue. There you go. Exactly. So. And, and and that's it. And as uh, you know, as our parents, if we're if we're lucky enough to have our parents around, um, then and they're they're still they're still around, man. You got to make time out for them. We just had Mother's Day, and uh, you know, uh, I know I know people who you know their mothers are already gone, and uh, it's a tough thing. It, it's because it it hits home real quick. It doesn't take long for you to really think about, you know. If you miss your mom or not, and uh, yeah, we just got to remember those things. Uh, I, I want to talk well, about at some point in time that what makes that like what you just mentioned again, Mike, and what I asked earlier is that what is the difference? What makes what are those things that keep us from uh, from choosing to you know do the right a hundred percent of the time? And I, I don't know if I will have the answer. I just like to talk about it. But anyway, you yeah. got something to say? Well, I don't know. If I, I have my answer, and I don't know if that's going to be right either. So, yeah, we'll, we'll bring that up next time. But as far as the timepiece again, Moose, and I say this because you and I have talked about this as well. And this is a, this, just to end it here because I think this is important. It's, it's quality over quantity. And, and that's said it's key in a lot of things, but specifically in time. Yeah. Well, uh, listen, it's been uh, 45 minutes that uh, our listeners have been listening to us. We thank you for listening. We thank you for, uh, for listening to the podcast, downloading it, listening at home, at work, uh, on your drive to work, and your drive back home. Whatever it is, we appreciate you taking time out to listen to us. Um, you know, the only thing that we ask is uh, spread the word, because that's how podcasts are, are, are listened to, is because you like something, and so will someone else. Um, it's kind of like spreading the gospel. But it's much easier. <laughs> um, and uh, or harder. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if uh, if you can, uh, you know, tell somebody about it. Share it on your Facebook or your your Instagram or your Twitter, whatever it is, and uh, just tell somebody so that we might be able to uh, to listen, uh, have somebody else listen to us, and we can hear from them as we've uh, we've heard from you. Thanks for everybody who sends us uh, any messages through the social media or through our email podcast at everydaymormonpodcast.com. And um, listen, we appreciate everything you do. Uh, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. So um, we'll see you next week. Is that, does that sound good, guys? We'll see you next week. Sounds great. I'm good with it. All right. We'll see you next week.